Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We've all been there. Burnout. Sometimes every day seems like Groundhog's Day, doesn't it? And you get up, you get ready for work, you go to work, come home, and you do it all over again. And burnout is really, really a problem in our society because we are so much of the hustle culture. And so I wanted to talk about this episode specifically on managing burnout in the workplace by creating healthy lifestyle choices with Gabrielle Giuliano Villani. Yes, I said it right. So let me just tell you a little bit about Gabrielle. Gabrielle is a licensed clinical social worker living in Sarasota, Florida. She has been in private practice since 2017, focusing on grief and loss, chronic health issues, trauma, anxiety, depression, and caregiver issues before selling her practice in 2021. And she is a founder of GJV Consulting and Training, where she focuses on burnout prevention and management through one-on-one consulting retreats and workshops. Gabrielle has been an international speaker and has been published on Care.com, Authority Magazine, and featured on the Everyday Woman TV Network. We'll be talking about managing burnout coming up right after this. And welcome back to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray, and I am a licensed therapist and the host of the Mental Health Today show. And today I am really excited to introduce to you somebody that really specializes in managing burnout. Now, I said this at the very beginning, we all face it. Most of us have gone through this at one time or another. And so I wanted to have Gabriella on to talk about what is it that we can do to help and prevent the burnout. So Gabriella, thank you so much for coming on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited to talk to you and have your listeners hear more about this. Absolutely. So let's get right to it. Tell me a little bit about burnout and what is it? So burnout is often used um, as stress, but they're actually different things. So stress is too much and burnout is not enough. Hmm. So I think people use burnout and they're like, I'm so burnt out, but really they're just very stressed. Mm -hmm. So there's two different things there. Being burnt out you'll know if you've been there before. <laughs> mm-hmm. You feel very apathetic, very overwhelmed, numb, exhausted, just kind of very detached from life. So burnout is not enough of those things and stress is too much of those things. And it can also impact you physically, emotionally, and behaviorally. And I think that's a great distinction between stress and burnout. Because I think we do get those confused a lot. 
so we could be really stressed out and we might say and confuse, hey, I'm, I'm just burnt out. This is too much. But what we're really saying is that we're too stressed. Yes. And that is probably a different way of treating stress than it is burnout, I would imagine. Yes. Burnout is and can lead to, it often feels like being in a depressive episode. Mm. So it's very similar to that. And being burnt out for a long time can definitely lead to further mental health issues. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I talk a lot with my clients is workplace burnout, uh, especially now. Uh, there's so many people who are remote. I am remote now, uh, 100%. And I remember uh, feeling a little bit burnout myself, not because of my practice, not because of seeing clients, but because I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I was stuck home and it felt like every single day was exactly the same. Yes. And I don't know if you ever watched the movie a long time ago by with uh, Bill Murray. It was called Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. And every day it was exactly the same. And it felt like that. For sure. And I think, you know, with COVID and lockdown and all of the fun things that have come <laughs> out mm -hmm. of that and our lives have changed, there was a lot of that. I mean, we couldn't leave our house. We were doing the same thing every single day. I know my life changed really significantly. I was seeing clients in their homes. Mm -hmm. So I was driving all over Denver and working, I don't even know how many hours in my private practice, probably like 50 and teaching Zumba and like doing all of these things. And then it all came to a halt and then everything was on Zoom. And then I had to figure out Zoom and get my like telehealth disclosure all figured out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Absolutely. So I have to ask you, so how did you do Zumba on Zoom? So I still do it on Zoom. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I just stream myself. So I just play the music through my computer speakers and I just stream it on Zoom and people follow me. It's awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's, that's, that's excellent. So we have to adapt. Yes. Right. And yes. I would imagine that's a big part of preventing burnout is to adapt with, because uh, there are some things that we cannot control, like a pandemic. We right. We can't control that but we had to adapt. So what would you, what would be something that you would share with someone that maybe has come to you and expressed, Hey, I really do have burnout right now. It's not stress it's burnout. What can I do to help me feel better, but also prevent it next time? Yes. So that's the key is of course, prevention is ideal because once you get there, you're very usually depressed. There's a lot of physical stuff that can come along with it, like chronic fatigue, feeling very sad, a lot of like mental fog, feeling more physically ill than sometimes emotionally ill. So if you're already in that place, um, some things to do are, first of all, looking at if, you know, if this is coming from work, looking at your job. Is this mm -hmm. truly like, I think a lot of us did this during COVID. I know I did like, what are my values and what is my employer's values? Mm. Do those align? Are they very, very different? I mean, if they're very different, that's something to consider, you know, going to work 40 hours a week at a place where you're feeling like your values are not the same and you're not doing work that feels good to you. 
that's definitely going to stretch you too thin and lead to burnout. And right now is a good time to be looking for a job. Mm-hmm. This is true. It's true. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I should say that, but really it's true. So if you are in that place, you know, this is your life. This is it. You get up every day and this is what you're living. Do you want to live that way? Do you want to feel depressed and sad and pessimistic and, you know, any of the other stuff that comes along with it? So thinking about that truly, because I find that when you really get to that place where you're truly burnt out, maybe it's time to make a big change and do something different. And then, of course, therapy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, as I said before, being burnt out is very similar and can lead to depression. So yeah. you certainly need, I hope that everybody hears this. And if you're like doing something else right now, listen to this. You do not have to feel that way. You do not have to feel so sad and feeling like there is no way out. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. So definitely reaching out for help if that's something you're struggling with. I love that. And I also love the fact that you brought up values. And that's something that I teach my clients all the time is does your values, your values, or is it somebody else's values placed on you? Mm-hmm. And when you feel like that it's someone else's value, but I feel like I have to live up to that, that can produce a lot of burnout too, because you're not being authentic to yourself. Exactly. And when you're at a job, if you're uh, your job and you don't feel validated or supported or valued, that goes against everything that you want in a job, right? Then it's just a job. You're drudging through it. It's not a career. And I think what you're saying is, hey, we, you need to look at what your career is or is it a job? How, how do you view where you work? And do you enjoy going there? The people that you meet, the managers that you have, is it a great company culture or is it a toxic company culture? Yes. And so what would you say? So you mentioned, all right, so we need to figure out your alignment with your values, with your career or your job. But what about personal? What are some minor things? And that's something that I teach a lot is even the little things that we, that we do, the changes, little changes can add up to something bigger. And I call them a little micro wins. What would you say to someone that really sees the fact that, you know what, my, my current schedule that I keep, is just not sustainable. And I'm tired all the time. I'm worn out all the time. And I don't look forward to getting up in the morning. Yeah. What would be some little strategies that you would recommend to somebody? I love that you call them micro wins. That's mm-hmm. a good little term because I say the same thing. Remember that book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, but oh, it's yes. all small stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these little things make a very big difference. And so, and it's hard to see that also when you're in that place of burnout because everything is overwhelming and it feels like too much. So if you can do little things, they will make a difference. So if you're feeling like, I don't know, maybe there's some stuff going on with your job duties. Can you talk to your manager and say, listen, I really hate doing this thing, but I really love doing this. Can I do less of that and more of this? 
you know, if that's a possibility. Personally, you know, looking at having a good routine, brains love structure. So I, one thing that I love to teach clients and I do this for myself too, is having an end of day ritual. So I like to let my brain and my body know that we are done for the day. So for me, because I work from home, I don't work where I live when I know not everybody can do this, but I have a home office and I do not do trainings. I don't do stuff like this. I don't see clients in my bedroom or my living room or anywhere else. It all happens in my office. Um, And if you don't have an office, then maybe there's just a little area, you know, the corner or like a certain chair that you sit in when you work, something like that. So when I'm done for the day, I turn off all the lights in here and I close the door and I don't go back in this office until the next work day. Mm, so that I just that. gives me like that separation of work and my personal life. I think that's an excellent point, especially for those of us who work from home. Uh, yes. There's a lot of us now. And I call that internal boundaries. So what's a boundary? Uh, and I love the fact that you said well, you, you want to keep your workspace completely separate than your living space. Even if it's not a separate room, there is a space that you can dedicate. That's where you work. And then everywhere else is where you live. Yes. Yes. Because if you blend the two, that's a recipe for burnout. For sure. It absolutely is. And so whatever that looks like for you, you know, I had a nurse that I was working with and her end of day ritual was that she never brought her work shoes into the house. Hmm. So she's like, I take them off in the garage and they stay out there. Hmm. (laughs) That's how I know that I'm done for the day. Yeah. That's a great visual. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, you know, doing the work. And I know that again, when you're feeling burnt out, this can feel overwhelming, but knowing yourself and noticing when you get triggered, noticing when you feel stressed, when you go into fight or flight, what is happening around you, you know, paying attention to those little things and then also doing the work and knowing what's grounding for you, what makes you feel good and how can you recreate those feel good moments throughout the day? Even if it's, I don't know, maybe if it's playing with your kids on the playground Well, you can't do that in the middle of your workday, but you could probably stop and watch a video really quick or Mm -hmm. look at a picture or, you know, have that picture on your desk where you can see it, something like that. I think that's excellent. That's excellent advice. And when we talk about healthy lifestyles and creating a healthy lifestyle, that alone can help prevent burnout. For sure. And I I talk about eating and drinking, you know, drinking plenty of water and sleep. What are some of the the lifestyle choices that you tell your clients? Definitely exercise. And I not so much anymore, but I used to work with a lot of elderly clients and a lot of caregivers also. And so, you know, of course they're like, we can't exercise. We're sick. We're old. We can't do that. (laughs) Well, how can you just move your body? Can you do a little bit of chair yoga? You know, can you go for a quick walk? You know, it's up to you to add these things into your routine. So even just a couple of minutes a day will make a difference over the week if you start adding that in. And then once you start adding it in, you'll probably feel good and you'll want to do more of it and you'll prioritize it. So exercising is really important. What we eat is really important. 
there's so much that's happening in our gut. And if we are feeding ourselves McDonald's and Doritos, which I love, by the way. <laughs> why, why do things always taste so good? I know. It's all that MSG. <laughs> but all that processed food is not good for our mood. And it just continues that cycle of being depressed and stressed. And then we're not eating good. So we're not feeling good. And we're tired, but we're not sleeping well. And it just is this whole bigger cycle. So breaking it down into just little teeny tiny small steps, maybe having an apple and peanut butter instead of the Doritos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's one small choice in the day, but it will make a big difference. Yes. And that's really, that's really what we're talking about. Making these small little choices that can make a big difference. Yes. And most of, most of the people listening to this, when I bring this up, they're going to think, yeah, you're right. I don't do that enough. And that's simply drinking enough water. Yeah. We, we need to stay hydrated. And a lot of times when we are so focused on work, we're not focused on anything else. And so we're not drinking enough water. And, and so if you don't have a water bottle near you during work, you've got to, you got to get one yeah. and you need to use it and drink it because if you're dehydrated, that actually affects your mental health as well. It absolutely does. And it'll make you foggy and tired and it can lead to a ton of other problems. So find again, what works for you, get a cute water bottle put some little flavor drops in there that don't have sugar. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. And then uh, that leads, that can lead to lack of sleep. Yes. And one of the things, a, a very, a big trend that I see with my clients, uh, because all my clients are remote workers and they do a lot of hours behind the screen and they keep going and going and going and the and then when they would normally would stop work in the office they they feel like they can just keep going into the late night and then they can't fall asleep because yeah. their brain is activated yep and when your brain is activated it is hard to fall asleep and your brain needs to sleep and that there that, I mean that's a big problem in so many people anywhere all over the world is not getting enough sleep so I would imagine your recommendations, uh, a part of working on preventing burnout is to also get a good night's rest. Yes, that is so important. I mean, I also specialize and do a lot of work with chronic pain and chronic illness. And a lot of chronic illnesses are preventable. And the main things are not drinking too much alcohol, not smoking, eating good exercising and sleeping. And those are all things that we have control over. Absolutely. And really for the most part, it's free and always available. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the main, the main factor is us Yes, is, is getting and being motivated to do that. And so, so that, that's kind of where it, the heart part comes in. So if you're already burnt out, how do we get the motivation to get out of that? We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, 
We talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. I think paying attention to your body and where you're at. So when we are burnt out, we're usually thinking about our nervous system. We're usually in our freeze response. And sometimes when I'm talking to people, they're like, I, you know, they'll say that I'm not motivated. I can't do those things right now. That's okay. Just paying attention and thinking that maybe this burnout also serves a purpose, right? And something good. Maybe this is a time for you to reflect or a time for you to rest. I like that a lot because we need to pay attention to the signals our body is telling us. Yes. And having some compassion for ourselves too, you know, not beating yourself up and thinking, yep, I should do all those things. I should, I should, I should. I'm not doing any of them. I'm a bad person, you know, and Mm -hmm. then the cycle continues, but just noticing like, yep, I don't feel good today. I'm, I'm sad and I'm stretched too thin and, you know, just letting yourself feel that because if you push it away, as we know, (laughs) it'll come back out in other ways. So just starting again, just small, adding the things that you can do, even if it is, you know, one minute a day where you can meditate or getting that cute water bottle. So you are drinking enough water, like Mm -hmm. taking the first step towards that, adding the end of day ritual, taking breaks throughout your day to, you know, rest and maintain your energy, practicing gratitude. That's also free and very easy. That is great. Those are really, really helpful different lifestyle choices that people can make relatively simple, but very difficult to implement and practice when you're struggling. Yes. But if, but, but here's the thing, if you're struggling and you have a burnout and you're just burnt out and you just kind of shut down, nobody can make you do anything. It has to come from you mm-hmm. and you have to develop that that drive, that will to live, to make a change. And no one can change that for you. We can't make you change that. And so there's got to be a point where it goes from your thought, your mind, yeah, I need to do that, to I'm going to do it. Yes. And we think that we're waiting for motivation to do these things. And that's not how it works, actually. (laughs) So Mm. we actually need to do it and then the motivation comes. If you wait for motivation, it's never going to come. So you just have to force yourself to do it. Even like I said, if it's one minute of exercise, if you just do jumping jacks when you first wake up for one minute, that's something that counts. Absolutely. It does. And I, I talk a lot about the, I call it piercing the wall. So you, you want to get to the other side, but the only way through is, or to it is through the wall and you have to lean into it and you have to pierce it to get to the other side. And it's not going to feel good at first, but once you're on the other side, you're going to be glad that you did it. Yes. 
you will, you'll always feel better. And, you know, I struggle with that sometimes too. And I have struggled with it in my own burnout, which I just went through my second big one, (laughs) as I like to call it. And I put little post-it notes, like I have them on my computer as like little reminders, like take a break, Mm -hmm. go outside. You know, I try and add those little things throughout my day because I know that they're going to make me feel better. And I think that's so important. And I think it's the temptation could be for people to say, well, that's just a little thing. That's not going to help. Well, you don't know until you try and you need to do more than once. You don't want to, you don't try something one time and then say it doesn't work and then give up. I always tell clients, you need to do this every day for two weeks before you tell me it doesn't work. Mm, That's great. Because it's really easy to come up with the excuses. Mm -hmm. I've tried it. It doesn't work. And I'm just not going to get better. And it leads to the negative thinking. And really, they get trapped. Yes. And then they continue to be burnout. Yes. And, you know, don't forget, too. And I mean, some of your listeners who are therapists may know this and some people may not, but we can create new pathways in our brains. Mm -hmm. So if you think that it's just a stupid small little thing and it's not going to make a difference, it does. The science backs that up. And again, try one little thing every day for two weeks and see if that works. And sometimes, People do that and it's like, yeah, after a couple of days, I felt really good. So then I started, I added on one other thing, yeah. you know, and that helps get that motivation going. Absolutely. And so, Gabriella, I just have one or two more questions for you. The one I'm thinking of here, is it possible for someone who is experiencing burnout to start feeling much better and not be burnt out and be happy again. Is that possible? Yes, it's always possible. And I know that, again, it feels like when you're in that space that this is it and there's there's nothing else and you're overwhelmed and you just don't want to do it anymore. But, you know, change is always possible and you can definitely feel better. And that's not normal to be feeling that way every single day. Yes. Thank you. So what, tell me uh, something I like to ask my guests is what are, what's one or or two things that you do for self-care? I love this question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I, there's a couple things that I like to do. One is that I, still struggle with this, but I'm working on my boundaries. I am very clear about my boundaries and my time. And I say no when I need to say no, because when I say yes and I overdo it, then it's, I'm stressed and I feel like there's not enough time and I'm tired and I'm grumpy and it's my fault for saying yes. So I pay attention to my body and what I'm needing. And if I need a day off or if I need a weekend in, then I say no. And I I listen to that. So that's one thing that I do. Something else that I also try and do every day, but doesn't always happen is I enjoy meditating. And for me, that is the one thing that just really relaxes me and clears my mind. And it took me a long time to feel that way, (laughs) but Mm. I have a good routine with it. Now I sit outside with my coffee every morning in the sun. I put some music on and I just kind of let whatever is going on in my head, just 
kind of float on through, I notice it. I don't have any judgments and that just gives me a good start to my day. Oh, that's great. Fantastic. So just to give, just kind of a cover what we just talked about here to help someone who's struggling with burnout. We talked about taking micro wins and doing little things. And we call them wins because when you do something little, it is a win and they add up. And we talked about taking breaks and being kind to yourself and boundaries and validation and values. Those are all very, very important. And if you are struggling with, or maybe you have someone close to you that's struggling with burnout, these are all things that add up because you didn't get burnt out all at once. It didn't just happen. It's a gradual thing. Well, think about it's a gradual thing to get out of burnout as well mm-hmm. and being intentional with making healthy lifestyle choices. And that will help you get out of this burnout cycle that you're in. Perfectly said. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I've, I've been doing this for a little bit, but uh, I just want to thank you so much, uh, Gabrielle, for coming on the show and just talking to my listeners and sharing about burnout, because that is something that I think is affecting so many more people than they even realize. I think burnout uh, for some, they can recognize it. And for others, they may not recognize it. And so it's really good to bring this topic up. Yes. I'm happy to chat about it. And that is very true. Sometimes we're already there and we feel like it's too late to do anything, but that's definitely not the case as we just talked about. So yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. And I appreciate being here. And if somebody wanted to reach out to you, how could they do that? The best way to reach out to me is on my LinkedIn and it's just my name, Gabrielle Giuliano Villani. You can also send me an email. It's leading with GJV at gmail.com. Very good. And we will put that in the show notes as well. Uh, So make it very, very easy for people to find you. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I want to thank you all uh, for listening to the show. I really appreciate you. If you get a chance, love to have you go and subscribe and give a rating. And especially for this episode, because the rating will go towards Gabrielle. You'll probably give her a five star. Uh, but I would, uh, but I, I appreciate you all listening and make sure you go to mentalhealthtodayshow.com. And you can find more episodes there. And we just launched a Twitter handle. Now, if you're on Twitter, you can go to at M H T show for mental health today show on Twitter. Thank you so much. Take care. And remember, we have been championing your mental health since 2015. Take care. Bye-bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.